0: Hello, no.
1: what's your least favorite scary movie?
0: And was Drop kicking him into the manger really the best way to handle this? Welcome to What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie, the podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the absurd, and all of our favorite and
2: least favorite scary movies. Because we believe every horror movie rightfully has its fan base.
0: Even if we don't always get it.
2: My name is Travis. My
0: name is Jesse.
2: And welcome to December, everybody. Yay. It's the time of year where we get a little festive on this podcast. Yeah. So I figured for this first movie of the month, We're going to go with St. Nick's shadow instead of St. Nick himself. We're going to be talking about 2015's Krampus.
0: Yay. So excited.
2: Yeah. Uh, But before we get into that, do you have anything you would like to announce?
0: Um, I don't think so. I'm still getting over what I had last week if you guys can't tell. So <laughs>
2: Yeah. And we all we also kind of uh partied hard at my Christmas my company's Christmas party last night and did some karaoke, so <laughs> the voices yeah. may be a little bit lost here, but we're yeah. gonna we're gonna power through. It's fine. Yeah, it's all good.
0: We had a good time. Yeah.
2: Okay. So I've got our poll results from last me uh, last week's movie. Okay. All right, we talked about Joyride. Woo. Which I feel like is a good uh, bridge into December since candy cane.
0: Yeah, candy cane. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So we asked you guys. Uh,
0: we were trying to figure out what kind of what kind of road trip games do you like to play? Yeah,
2: what's your favorite road trip game to play? So three options: you got rest stop streaking, CB radio prank calling, and Ice Man Nice Man Chicken. So. On Instagram, thirty-three percent prefer Rest Stop Streaking, forty four percent prefer C B radio pranking, and twenty-two percent the Iceman Nice Man chicken. Meanwhile on Twitter, sixty percent do the streaking, twenty do the pranking, and twenty with the Iceman nice man. Okay. Uh I like the C B radio pranking.
0: I have done some phone pranks in my day. I have too. So
2: I think everybody's done at yeah. least one before. I've also been pranked. And while it's not always fun, it's not always that bad. Like I'm not gonna go out there and kill people because somebody yeah, pranked yeah. me. But it's you know.
0: usually just been stupid stuff, so
2: Yeah, same here. I don't ever like it's just like a well, there was this one time where uh this fucking asshole, uh we we pranked him because uh he's like a he was a bully at school and he was a football player and he lost them the big game. So like we called him and was like, Yeah, you really fucked that shit up and he looked like super bummed out the next day that we were at school. That I was like, fuck yeah.
0: Kind of sounds like harassment.
2: Yeah, we harass him. But <laughs> it, we were pretending not to be us, so it was a prank.
0: <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that will stand up in a court of law.
2: It's okay. Try me. <laughs> it's fine. Do it. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, all right. So that's it for the polls. Let's talk about Krampus. Okay. Yeah, let's do some nice stuff now. Okay. Okay. So... Krampus released December 4th, 2015. We watched it on our Blu-ray, but as of December 3rd, mm-hmm. 2023, you can watch it on Peacock. That's pretty much the only place.
0: Um, Hulu Premium and YouTube TV Premium.
2: Uh, Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I saw other things. They had like TBS and- That's uh, on cable. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is all I saw. So I guess, all right, YouTube and Hulu too, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. All right, but if you want to rent it, you can also rent it on Apple, Amazon, YouTube, or Vudu. Mm -hmm. All right. Movie was written by Todd Casey, Zach Shields, and Michael Doherty, directed by Michael Doherty, music by Douglas Pipes, and special effects makeup was done by Weta Workshop, who are some, what I gather, New Zealand folks, because they have done all of the Lord of the Rings movies. They've done all of the Hobbit movies, um And hearing them on the special features, they were very... Confusing. Kiwi. Yeah, very, very <laughs> Kiwi. <laughs> uh, all right. Cast starring MJ Anthony as Max, Adam Scott as Tom, Tony Collette as Sarah, Stephanie Lavee Owen as Beth, Krista Stadler or Stadler as Omi, Conchata Farrell as Aunt Dorothy, Allison Tolman as Linda, David Keckner as Howard, Maverick Flack as Howie Jr., Queenie Samuel as Jordan, Lolo Owen as Stevie, and Luke Hawker as Krampus. All right. All right, Jesse, time to play our favorite game on the
0: show. Budget, budget or Bucktad.
1: What do
2: you think?
0: Budget. I think budget. There's a lot of effects that went into this. There's a lot of good names in the cast, too. Um, yeah, so I think I think budget.
2: OK. You are correct. This is a budget of $15 million. Okay,
0: that's respectable.
2: They gave them some money to play with. Yeah. They're like, you know what? We're sorry we did you dirty with Trick or Treat, man. Like, <laughs> We know we didn't release that in theaters until like you know, 10, 15 years later. So the, the
0: people have spoken. We understand now. <laughs> yeah,
2: we realized we fucked up. <laughs> so yeah, they gave them some money to have fun. Opening box office was $16 million, and worldwide gross was $61.5 million. All right. So eh.
0: suck it. Made the money back. Exactly.
2: And then some. IMDb, 6.2 out of 10.
0: That's a little low, I think.
2: A little low, yeah. But for a horror movie, I think that's still pretty solid. And it's the highest of the three movies that I picked. Oh, boy. From 2015 to compare this movie to.
0: Okay. Did you have a theme? Um. I
2: tried to go for like eh seasonal. Okay. Like I don't know, there's not much of th- much of a theme with this. It's okay. kind of hard, but the first movie is very similar and that's because it's Krampus the Reckoning. Okay, okay. <laughs> Which is a very low budget Krampus movie that came out in 2015. I have not seen it. I saw pictures of it and boy, it looks <laughs> like uh it looks like it might be a little bit of a rough watch, but you know what? It's hard. You never know. Yeah, I, I don't want to judge it just from like a screenshot, Yeah, but you know, like the IMDb score kind of reflects that because, okay, this released November 3rd, 2015, don't have the budget, don't have the worldwide gross, okay, okay. but the IMDb score is 2.5.
1: Oh, oh,
2: I've seen some two point fives that I'm cool with. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, that's, I that's not yeah. like a kiss of death or anything. But it's, but
0: that that's a lot. That's a lot going against it. It's not right inspiring yeah. a lot of confidence. Yeah. in it,
2: Especially going up against this Krampus. Yeah. Like,
0: odds are stacked.
2: It's funny. I feel like they probably rushed to get this out in November. Mm-hmm. That way, like, God, we can't do it. Like, we can't like go up against that Krampus. That's like a Tony Colette,
0: dude. What an asylum move. Yeah, I think honestly,
2: it could be. It could be like that. They. Caught wind that there was a Krampus movie being made, so we they made one. It. <laughs> yeah. Second movie made by one of our buddies and a few of his friends, Volumes of Blood.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Our yeah. Uh, our
2: buddy filmmaker PJ Stark. Um
0: Blood he, Moon Pictures. Yeah, he local did here in Kentucky.
2: Thirteenth Ways till Christmas. Mm-hmm. So another Christmas movie that he's done too. Which we and, covered a
0: couple of years ago.
2: And Jesse's is going to be in his next movie that's coming out soon. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um,
0: we'll probably bring him and Eric on to talk about it when it's released. Yeah, they that's said that they brand, yeah.
2: they said they wanted to. So that would be fun. I can't wait for that. Yeah. But uh, we haven't watched this one yet. We need to. Yeah, watch Yeah, we really
0: do need to watch it. It's been on my like to watch list, but. Like every two read list, um, two watch list just grows and grows and yeah. never seems to get smaller.
2: Yeah, backlog always gets bigger. This came out March 13th, 2015. I don't have a budget. I don't have gross, but I know it's low budget. <laughs> yeah. Uh, IMDb score 4.6 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to check that out. Yeah. We should check it out. And the final movie. Does not match thematically with any of these, okay, but it does okay. kind of take place during winter break. So I guess it kind of fits in there. No winter break. Fall break. No. Winter break.
0: Fall break.
2: The black coat's daughter.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good one.
2: That's a very.
0: It's weird, but yeah, like it's a weird a good movie. weird.
2: It's good weird. Um. I don't really have like a strong desire to ever revisit it. It's one of those movies for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I remember I thought it was alright whenever we watched it that one time.
0: I was surprised by how much I liked it.
2: God, your voice has gotten noticeably worse since, <coughs> like, as soon as we walked into this room, you weren't talking like this.
0: I, I'm like trying to project into the microphone, and it's just, it's making it raspier. I don't know why.
2: I don't know either, but uh, we'll power through. We'll yeah. make it work. All right, this came out. It actually came out in 2017, but it premiered September 12th, 2015. I don't have the budget, but the worldwide gross is $38,000, and the IMDb score is 5.9.
0: Okay, yeah. that sounds about right for that one. Yeah.
2: All right, taglines.
0: Oh, multiple?
2: Multiple taglines. Yeah. They're not anything. Don't, oh. get, don't get crazy. Oh. Like, it's not anything amazing, oh. but <laughs> uh, the one that's on the poster is you better watch out. Krampus is coming to town. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what we're in store for here, guys. I know, I got,
0: that's a, that's lazy. All right,
2: I got about four more here. <laughs> you don't want to be on his list.
0: Yeah, that's, that's probably a, true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably true. It's probably true.
2: <laughs> when the Christmas spirit is lost, he arrives. Okay. That one's not bad. I, yeah. I like that one the, like the most so far. I would yeah, want that one that's on the pretty, poster. It's pretty ominous. Yeah. Will you survive this Christmas?
0: Ooh. Mm -hmm. Lame. Could be any Christmas (laughs) horror movie.
2: Yeah, exactly. And this is just like the fucking song. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been good or bad, so be good for goodness sake. That's just like Santa shit, man. Krampus needs his own stuff, man. Like, give him some fucking respect. Yeah. We, We don't need to be like giving him Santa songs here. Think Chris? Well, it's Christmas, but it's, it's not Santa. Very
0: much Christmas. It's
2: very much Christmas, but it's not Santa. Give him his own song. Krampus is his like, own song. Just
0: play the Christmas songs backwards.
2: Yeah, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> just like, oh yeah, dude, that would be awesome. I wonder what they would say.
0: <laughs>
2: so I'm sure somebody's done that, and I'm sure that there's like some kind of like hidden message in there somewhere.
0: Everybody always thinks there is.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Fun facts.
0: Fun facts. All uh-huh, right. You got a lot.
2: Yeah, I wrote down quite a bit more than I was expecting to. Uh, okay, so I guess to add on to like the Krampus deserves some more respect and his own shit. Uh, Krampus actually predates Santa Claus and Christmas altogether. Okay. So he. So how
0: did he. Oh, okay. Never no, right. what? I'll let you. I was going to say, how did he become associated with Christmas? Uh,
2: people think that. Well, in the special features, Michael Doherty. Doherty, his his name is so fucking weird to say. Doherty, mm-hmm. Michael Doherty was saying that he. Uh, a lot of people have the misconception that he was made as like an antidote to Santa Claus because you know he's all jolly and good, so like you have to have something evil there to kind of like coexist with evil. him. But. His theory is he thinks actually Santa Claus is that to Krampus because Mm. Krampus came first. So like, okay, we need something good. Okay. So uh, and then like we're
0: kind of a bummer here. So (laughs) what can we do to fix that?
2: Yeah. So I guess like you know that became more popular. But Krampus is actually like celebrated by a lot of people across the country. I think uh, whenever uh, they have like uh, parades for it on December fifth every year. Which oh, I guess kind of, yeah, and it coincides with the release of this, so it makes sense. Like uh, this came out on the fourth, so that like same mm. weekend, yeah, good timing.
0: All right, let's look out for our local Krampus parades.
2: Yeah, that would be cool. I would love to go to one of those. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: they wanted to make a movie that resembled a lot of the stuff that they grew up with, so a poltergeist or a gremlin type movie. You know, something that children can enjoy and something that has like a little bit of comedy to it. Yeah, that way it's fun and not just straight up like horror and just, like, spooky shit, you know, like, you know, make, just, like, have a fun time with it, make it entertaining.
0: Which I've got some more, I want to talk about that when we start getting to our, our thoughts on the movie.
2: Okay. The design for Krampus actually originated on a napkin in a Hollywood bar whenever they, they first met We're to discuss all the
0: all good design to start. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, Michael actually has a strong background in anim- animation himself, mm-hmm. so he was a- able to draw it himself. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's actually pretty good, he, you know, he. Came up with Sam, obviously. Yeah. Um
0: they have the whole like comic book with trick or treat, so mm-hmm. yep, yeah,
2: they do. Um, the face that we see in the movie is actually a mask.
0: What
2: yeah, it's not his face. They wanted it to be a mask that he wears. That way it could be up to the people's interpretation of what you think he might look like underneath.
0: Oh, like, okay. I thought you meant like it's a mask that the actor was wearing and that's why I was doing a certain Oh, it is what? though too. Yeah, I mean, obviously the actors. were It's not the actor's face. <laughs> it's not his face. <laughs> so, like, Krampus is wearing a mask. Yeah, Krampus, okay. the character is wearing okay. a mask.
2: Yeah, that's like a mask that he wears. I guess he's like kind of like Santa. He's like, you know, like a fucked up Santa face. He wanted okay. to do. It was actually really cool seeing that dude get that whole thing that he's wearing. Like the same, like the the Krampus is actually all practical. It's all real. Like, um. It's not like an animatronic or like weird shit that they have to move around. Uh the dude that played it, Luke Hawker, he um he actually like he's only five eight and Grampus is like a huge towering thing, although he is hunched over a little bit, but he had to have like extensions, so like he had to like get on little stilt things and like little things to make his hands longer, stuff like that.
1: Hmm.
2: Um the like uh the mask actually so they have like a little camera inside of it, and then like a little screen that he was able to look through. That way he could actually move around and see what was happening. And
0: I'm picturing like a car with like the the reverse camera.
2: Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it kind of looks a little <laughs> bit like that. And it was actually really clever. So like on the face of Krampus, like you'll see something like next to his nose or mustache that looks like a mole, but it's actually a little hole that they made in the mask to like have a camera. Aww. Yeah, so it's actually just a little tiny camera that way he can like have a vision of what is happening in front of him.
0: Interesting. Yeah, it was
2: really smart, really clever. Uh, Speaking of how these things were made, so the Jack in the Box character, you know how he becomes like gigantic? Yeah. Took three people to make that thing. So obviously, you got the head, the top of it. Um, You got somebody at the tail, obviously, Mm -hmm. and then Michael wanted somebody for the middle as he described it. He wanted somebody for the throbbing. (laughs) <laughs> nice. So like he got like somebody that can do like contortions, like a contortionist and is just over there just doing all kinds of weird shapes. And can just you imagine
0: like telling people you worked on Krampus and it's like, oh what was your role? And you're like, oh was oh, the, the Jack and Box throbber? Yeah, I was the uh. throbber.
2: Like <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fluffer. Like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we just uh, established how we wanted this movie to be a family movie. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say fluffer.
2: Uh, I think it's kind of funny, though, because like, they were really, like, they're like, yeah, Michael, like, he really honed in on, like, that. he wants it to throb, like, he's like, you're the throbber. <laughs>
1: oh, my God.
2: Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, so there's, uh, same as Trick or Treat, there's actually a tie-in comic with this movie, too.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah,
2: it's called Krampus, Shadow of St. Nicholas. Okay. It released alongside the movie. And the purpose of it is to explore the lore and just kind of build the mythology of the uh, the creature. So it's like three stories in there that it tells that are just kind of like an anthology type deal. One of them follows a mall Santa that um, I guess is kind of like not so good. I think. Okay. Uh, one of them is a cop. Okay. And the third one is a Scrooge that he deals with. Okay. Um, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, I would like to see it. He wrote it himself. Michael Doherty did, and the people that did. Um, fuck, what's uh, it's like a one of the comics that we have um, illustrated. It. I can't remember. It's like the one I bought you like a long time ago.
0: Oh, with the the.
2: It's like witches or something. sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. I witches, can't. I can't yeah. remember what it is, but it's really well done. Fuck yeah, I like the art style. So.
0: Yeah, it's creepy.
2: Uh, Okay, so there are two fan theories about the ending of this movie. Okay. So from the ending, you see them with the snow globe, and people think that either one, uh, it means that the family is doomed to repeat Christmas for eternity inside the snow globe, or two, that they were given a second chance and that the snow globe is only there because that's how Krampus keeps watch over them. Mm. Michael Doherty does not want to confirm or deny either of these however if you read the comic it essentially confirms that the second one is the case where they have a happy ending and they just get a second chance because in the comics characters die and then just get resurrected throughout because Krampus is giving them like a second chance so essentially that's kind of confirming that that's what happens at the end of this movie too
0: Okay, I like that interpretation of it. Like I like it they, too. They, It kind of, it's not, like it gives them a chance to learn from the whole experience.
2: Yeah, and there are actually, um, there's an alternate ending on the Blu-ray also. And um, I guess it's kind of, uh, really the only difference is it's the same thing, but uh, instead of like in the actual ending, the family all kind of looks at the bell and they all breath. has like, a little silent freak yeah. out. They are uh, in the alternate ending, only, only MJ, Max and Omi. yeah, or Max and Omi. MJ is a kid's name, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're the only ones that recognize it. So,
0: yeah. So I, I that honestly makes the theatrical ending make even more sense if they're, you know, learning from their mistake. And exactly. Okay. Yeah. So All it's right. kind of cool.
2: And that's it. Those are my fun facts that I had for the movie. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, are you ready to get into some discussion?
0: Absolutely.
2: Okay. So what? You're good for this.
0: Well, I think one of the things that it does really well, like how you were talking about pulling in things from their childhood, it's very reminiscent of a lot of like the happier Christmas movies. So you've got like almost these like cartoony moments, like when he rips up the letter and it flies off into the sky, yeah. and it's like, swirling. And it's got almost this like Disney esque, like, except then it gets like darker. Um, I like
2: that a lot. Yeah,
0: Santa's helpers, especially like the gingerbread men, they're very like animated, and it feels very again Disney esque. I like dark.
2: My favorite is the snowmen outside. Yes, they look so fucking menacing. Yeah, and and they're designed so well too. Yeah, I love it so much.
0: And like moments where it's like stop motion, so it like pulls into like, you know, Rudolph the Red Nose reindeer <laughs> moments and that
2: was cool. He uh I was reading something else about that earlier in the week and he was telling them that like he wanted them to make it janky. Like the yeah. animation like that. He said like he wanted it to look like something that uh you found from your grandfather that he made in his basement. Like, yeah on his own like a long time ago.
0: Yeah. So I, I really like that it it kind of like Brings in all of those like Christmas classics that we're familiar with, and then we're just twisting it and distorting it and making it scary, which is the whole like mythos behind Krampus in the first place. So yeah. I think it's really effective with that. Plus, you just have such a fucking powerhouse of a cast to oh really bring God, the comedy yes. into this. You know, we've got Tony Collette, Adam Scott, David Keckner, Conchata Farrell, like. They're all such heavy hitters, and the kids all like hold up really well too, with like all of these like high-profile parent actors. So yeah. I I think I think the ensemble works really really well with the material they have.
2: I agree. Yeah, one of the things that I had here too was the cast. Like, it's kind of impressive that they got this group of people for this right here. Yeah, but they all kill it. Yeah, especially Tony Koei. I love seeing her in roles like this because like. Most of the things I've seen her in are like depressing shit, like hereditary, you know? Yeah,
0: it's nice watching her have fun. Well, she's not really having (laughs) fun in this movie. She's like a stressed out. No, I mean Tony Collette. As a person, it's nice seeing her have fun.
2: It's always super jarring to me hearing her speak in her natural Mm -hmm. accent because she's Australian. Yeah. Yeah, it always throws me off every single time because like I feel like she always plays an American accent or something like that. Pretty much. Yeah. Alright, is so that all for you good?
0: Um yeah, those are my, those are my main points.
2: Okay, cool. Uh yeah, I kind of agree with a lot of what you said there. I also really liked the family interactions that they had here because it kind of felt real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It reminded me a lot of my family because um well not in a bad way. Like I not <laughs> the bad stuff, but like um like my family, my house was the Christmas house. So, like my cousins and aunt and uncle would all come over to our place, and my grandparents like we would all mm-hmm. do Christmas at my house, and it kind of like took me back to that type of thing, and yeah, it wasn't like a fairy tale thing, you know, like e- they do like the whole uh dysfunctional family thing really well,
0: yes, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, especially like they have such clashing like family ideologies and lifestyles, so seeing those like kind of but head on and trying to adapt to each other, or really actually not adapt. So
2: it almost felt like it was kind of taking uh, Thanksgiving type material there with like the dinner, mm-hmm. whenever they all are eating together and just kind of having like the dinner table squabble that families have and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of nice. Yeah. Um, another thing I really love about this movie is the creature designs, they are done so well. I love the way the Krampus looks, I love the Jack in the Box. That thing is so fucking creepy. I love the elves. The elves are awesome. That's too. That's one yeah. of my
0: favorite moments. Is just elves. Yeah, and they just like burst <laughs> yeah. in.
2: It's like almost like they like a beats about to drop. Elves, <laughs> 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 just like all running at the same time. Um, yeah, it was really cool. I also read that like they didn't get to see what they looked like until they shot those scenes. Oh, that's so, fun. Yeah, like the reactions were genuine whenever they did that, and they didn't rehearse any of their uh, like actual moments with them either. So like whenever Adam Scott's getting stabbed in the back, like, you know, those are all just like genuine reactions. He's not actually stabbed, at least. <laughs> uh, no, no, he's method. He's, yeah, he's, he's method. Yeah, stabbed. actually stabbed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is also kind of cool because, I mean, it is practical effects. So all those little things were handmade by, uh, what was it, a Workshop?
0: Yeah, I love the the angel Kind of, I, I think oh, it was yeah. meant to be kind of like an angel because they had that whole talk about <laughs> it the is. angel on the Christmas tree. Um, Tony um, Collett
2: dubbed it Angel Bitch.
0: Okay, I like it. that. Yeah, Angel yeah. Bitch is uh, w- probably my favorite of the like helpers. Up yeah, there.
2: it's so weird seeing the reveal of it. Like it just kind of is like, and then it just swoops down and attacks her. I like it a lot. But no, nah, uh, Krampus, especially, I love that face. Like the mask that he has, like with like the jaw just kind of like hung open like that and like really elongated. Um. Yeah, okay, that's pretty much it for my good here too.
0: You're not gonna like my bad. What's your bad? I don't like the Krampus face. You don't like the Krampus face? I would like it. I, listen, hearing that it's a mask makes more sense, but I think it needs to be more obvious that it's a mask in that case, because it's too good. Yeah. So seeing it. Like oh, that, I'm sorry.
2: Is Krampus too good at his job?
0: So seeing his jaw just like hanging open the whole time is just distracting. And then why do we have to always do a long tongue? Like, oh yeah. I, I don't. I, <laughs> no, he,
2: that's like that's actual. I'm not going to I can't believe I'm going to say this canon for Krampus. <laughs> like like he actually has a long tongue in all <laughs> the illustrations that okay. they have of him. So that's okay. real.
0: All right then. But yeah, I don't know. It, to me, I wish I I wish I knew that it was meant to be a mask cuz I think that would help some, but like when I just see it, I'm like, "Man, it's a really great face. I just wish that his mouth moved."
2: Yeah. I had no idea it was a mask until yeah. I started doing research on this too. So. Yeah,
0: because it just becomes annoying mm-hmm. that his mouth is always open.
2: Would you rather he have Leatherface do his masks or get like a somebody that does the Halloween movies that way the mask is guaranteed to be shitty?
0: I want Tommy Jarvis to do his mask.
2: That's too good. He's <laughs> too good. Exactly. It's going to be the same shit. It's Tom Savini type <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay. What's well, your bad? Uh, I mean, my bad. I... I don't have a whole lot, but like, I thought it was really lame to have that, uh, the trope of like Omi being like, oh, I speak German. And then, like, whenever it really matters, she's like, oh, yeah, I speak English really fluently.
0: No, Omi was smart. She didn't want to get involved in any of that family, tra- uh, family drama.
2: She still has to listen to it. And yeah. she got involved in it, too. She inserted herself there. She's like, oh, well, yeah, here's a fairy tale about Krampus and all the well, shit that happened to me when as a kid. Well, it
0: became clear that it was going to be an issue. But until then, she thought that they were just fighting each other. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to sit this one out. I don't it care, man. smart. Respect to Omi.
2: I hate that shit. I hate that reveal. <laughs> like, oh, we actually knew the entire time. Unless it like actually is important to the story. It's not important. They're like, oh, well, it's probably more convenient to have her speak in English for the scene. That way, people can understand the story and the lore a little bit more clearly, no, that's really I think all. It it, feels it, like. Honestly,
0: though, I feel like it ties into the whole themes about like lack of communication within the family. You know what I mean? I like, guess,
2: but like, does do they speak German? Because like Max kind of understands. Uh, I know Tom speaks German, and then we get some scenes where she speaks German, and we don't understand any of it because they don't give us subtitles. Yeah,
0: no, I, I. I fully believe this. Like she just didn't want to deal with any of the drama and just was like, I'm just going to going to stay in German mode until I absolutely can't anymore. I
2: can buy that as an excuse, but I still hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It gets on my nerves. All right, what's your ugly for this?
0: Um, I guess probably like you know, the whole like the family fighting and the way they treat each other mm-hmm. cuz there's like a line that gets crossed between like playful banter and differences in lifestyle versus like oh we're definitely better than you versus oh you're too like high on your own supply and like tom is so focused on making money that he's like not even paying attention like You know, when Omi's baking the cookies and he's like, oh, well, we just bought a bunch of cookies. Like, he's kind of missing that part of the fun of Christmas cookies is making them. Yeah,
2: and whenever Aunt Dorothy's, like, in there shitting on everything to uh, Tony Collette's character, Sarah, and then she just has a breakdown. She's like, okay, I'll go over there to your trailer and shit on everything that you worked really hard on.
0: Yeah, (laughs) because, I mean, like, that's the thing, is that it does feel very much like Sarah is trying to be, like, Martha Stewart, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, she wants this perfect picture Christmas, but she's not really considering what people may or may not want. But at the same time, the people that are there aren't very grateful for the work she put into yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I never. So it goes both ways with it. You I know? never
2: considered that, like, that she was doing shit that, like, she didn't consider other people's feelings towards, like, about it, whether they wanted it or not.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they brought, like, their little macaroni and hot dog casserole, and she, like, Linda calls it a taste of home. So, like, yeah. clearly, like, that's a thing. It must have been something that they ate growing up or something. You know what I mean? And yeah. It was like, this feels like an important piece <laughs> of tradition. And that- it's just like sitting there at the edge <laughs> of the table when they're all eating.
2: Yeah. That scene, by the way, with them all at the dinner table, Uh, apparently, that was like whenever they first started shooting. And, uh, David Koechner and Adam Scott were just like ad libbing a lot of shit, <laughs> so there's a lot of outtakes that I saw in there. <laughs> it's actually really funny. I'm s- I'm kind of sad they cut some of it.
0: They're both very funny guys. I want to in different I watch ways. Those.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like David keckner has got like that more like. uh Loud type of humor, and Adam Scott's is a little bit more subtle.
0: They're both very much typecast kind of guys because mm-hmm. they do those roles they do so well.
2: Exactly, he's almost Ben Wyatt in this, right? Yeah, here, right? he really is. Just I not think, into politics. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I think the only role I've really seen Adam Scott in where he doesn't feel. Like Adam Scott is a hot tub time machine, too. Oh, yeah,
2: <laughs> but he still kind of does, but right? He still kind of it's does. It's like the nerdy side of Adam yeah, Scott, there. Yeah, yeah, He's in that one show, uh, it's like an Apple TV show Severance, I think. Okay. I-, I don't know what type of character he plays in that, but you know, I'm gonna choose to believe it's just Ben Wyatt again. You know? <laughs> everything is Ben Wyatt for him, for me, and then everything is Todd Packer for David Keckner for me, yeah, because I mean, he's basically Todd Packer in this, too,
0: yeah. He's Todd Packer and Anchorman. He's Todd Packer and Piranha Double D. Oh, dude. He's great though. He's just Todd Packer.
2: Yeah, I I like him. I I like that they brought him in for this.
0: Yeah. Uh, What's your ugly...
2: My ugly was um, like the shaming for the Santa love that they do to oh, Max. Yeah, it's really shitty, man. Like the little kid still believes in that, and it's like a fun thing. Like whenever you, like I get it as a kid. Like you want to like ruin another kid's fun like that because I don't know, like <laughs> you're a fucking kids are kid. Assholes. Exactly, but like <laughs> it's a magical time whenever you actually believe in that shit.
0: I think it's so sweet that that's why he got into the fight with the fifth graders cuz yeah. he was like ruining it for the younger kids. I also think it's kind of sweet that even though everybody is telling him that Santa's not real that he still holds that belief. It's so too. pure.
2: Yeah, it is nice and I like that eventually um Tom goes up there and kind of tries to encourage it. You know, he's like don't listen to them. Just like they're being a bunch of assholes. Yeah. Like their family they suck, but it's family. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, okay, what is your absurd?
0: Um, My absurd is that they let Beth walk to her boyfriend's house in a blizzard.
2: It had finished snowing at that point. I kind of understand, especially since... If it were like a couple of houses down, do I would do it. that carried. That burp? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that came over there. <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: like a waft of mango in my face. Pineapple, <sighs> Whatever. actually. Citrus fruit. <laughs>
2: no, like they say she's uh, his house is like five blocks away. Like five fucking blocks. Like that's a walk. You know what I mean?
0: Especially like when you've got snow up that high there's no power they can't get a hold of anybody on the phones like it's insane that they just let her go
2: another thing i was reading about this is that that snow apparently they had to do those scenes barefoot because the material that they had they shot this all on like a stage mm-hmm. um but like the material if you had your shoes on it was sticky so if you were trying to walk it would yank your shoes off your feet
0: that's almost kind of like a nice effect with snow, though, because yeah. like snow can build up like that and cause those kinds of issues.
2: Yeah, for sure. But I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. My absurd, <laughs> um, <laughs> Howie Jr. chugging Mountain Dew at dinner. <laughs>
0: yeah, and Howard saying like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna be the biggest
2: O line, O line, offensive lineman, baby." Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's kind of what they do. They just like for not. I'm sure there's a lot more that goes into being an offensive lineman, but like one of the criteria to meet is being fat. <laughs> like that's essentially, it. like I, I like, there's <laughs> one of one of those is in my family. Okay. I've got a family that is like uh, married to one of like a He's, guy that was like that. Yeah, and That's a big guy. This is his whole role, man. He's like, all right, I'm fat. I'm going to be an offensive lineman. Like that's what you do. <laughs> uh, and the other thing I have is uh, Sarah's taxidermy Christmas present that she gets.
0: I'm telling you that they're friends with grandpa from Lost Boys, I, I, That's the Howard's thing. family.
2: I want that to carry over. I want that to be like a running thing throughout all kinds of movies throughout Anytime Hollywood. Anytime there's taxidermy, yeah, grandpa like,
0: just like pops up like he's somewhere. It's like
2: his calling card, like yeah. that's our connection. Like,
0: Yeah, Like Lost I Boys. just wanna look at all of the family photos like Howard's side of the family and yeah. see grandpa in one of them.
2: And Kiefer Sutherland yeah. there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, okay. All right, so now it's time for us to So what do you rate this thing?
0: Oh, man, it's such a fun movie. We watch it every year. I don't get sick of it. Um, it's just, it's joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it a nine.
2: Nine, okay, cool. Um, I think I'm like around eight to five for mine because I agree, like I love this movie. It does capture that. Uh, I feel... Gremlins and like childhood horror movie type things. Yeah. I-, I like that it's accessible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was telling you like we need to show this to our nieces and nephews because like, yeah, I think that they, they would, would love this. Yeah,
0: they'd have a good time with it. Like it's something that is in their wheelhouse. Um, and
2: it would be scary for them, I would guarantee you. Mm-hmm. Because like there are legitimate scenes of like tension and yeah. creepiness in this movie.
0: Yeah, but they'd also have fun with it. Like, exactly. It, it still feels like a Christmas movie. So it's not like... You know, we've talked about plenty of like holiday, which holiday for us, like we're staying in our own like cultural understanding, which is Christmas for us. We understand that's not everybody's experience. Right. But, um, a lot of those Christmas movies. It's like a scary movie, but it also takes place on Christmas. You know what I mean? And it Mm -hmm. adds like for a nice aesthetic and a nice reason for why you have people gathered and, you know, various events happening. But this actually feels like a Christmas movie that has horror happen. Exactly.
2: Like the whole point of the movie is like it's centered around Christmas like yeah. the Christmas spirit was dissed so yeah. Krampus is like there. It is yeah he's pissed oh
0: tagline the Christmas spirit was dissed <laughs> and so now he's pissed <laughs> yes I
2: love that so much we should have been there in that meeting that day God, I love that shit that's great <laughs> Christmas was dissed so Krampus is pissed I love it okay, okay. alright cool wait what's uh, our average
0: 8.625 okay cool alright awesome All right. that's
2: pretty solid man.
0: yeah okay
2: okay let's talk about let's this
0: let's talk
2: alright so this movie opens in one of Jesse's favorite fashions and that's their montage. montage yeah
0: we got Bing Crosby and people being assholes oh is that Bing Crosby I'm pretty sure
2: okay that makes the whole thing about um, uh,
0: what I would give for some Bing Crosby yeah exactly yeah.
2: I, I had no idea what that was like what the fuck is he talking about okay so yeah, it's, it's uh, some
0: crooner anyway.
2: Yeah, something like that. So all right. It's uh, Christmas chaos essentially is what's happening here. It's yeah. people storming into the Christmas store to get all of the best stills. Kids Everybody's- are crying
0: on Santa's lap, which <laughs> yeah. I like, listen. I have such a love-hate relationship with those types of pictures. Cause if your child is legitimately terrified, don't force them on Santa's lap. But they make
2: for hilarious they pictures. They make for <laughs> hilarious pictures.
0: But like at what cost? Dude. My my little sister, I don't know if I ever told you this, but when she was like from ages like one to three, maybe, she was terrified of men with beards.
2: Oh, really? No, you've told me that. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, there was like there was a man that worked at the commissary. He was a bagger and and every time we went, like it got to the point where they would schedule his break when we would go check out. Because, seriously, she, yeah, she would scream, like get into hysterics. Like, we're making this your yeah. problem now. Yeah, like, so, go on break, dude. So, Santa, not a good time for her. <laughs>
2: it's funny. I like, though, like the chaos with it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas playing over top of it. Though. Yeah, it's you know, it's kind of nice.
0: Yeah, and then there's the pageant happening in the mall. Why? I don't know. This must mall be a thing. Mall pageants are a thing. It's a thing. But it feels like a school pageant. Why is it in the mall?
2: This movie canonically takes place in an outtake. It's revealed in Ohio. That's Ohio type shit right okay. there. Uh, a pageant being held okay. in a mall. Yeah. This,
0: <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's Ohio. Hey, Ohio. It's
2: okay. We're Kentucky. We understand, too. All right? It's the same shit don't down here. Don't
0: compare us to Ohio. We're different, but How we're same you? in a lot
2: of ways. Come on. How dare you? Uh, and then there's also Max. He's getting... Uh, into a fight with a bunch of other Mm -hmm. children. And and his
0: parents are running up. Uh, Beth is recording the whole thing of course. Uh, so back at home, Omi is watching a Christmas Carol and she's baking cookies, and it makes me really want like a nice giant island in the kitchen if we had a bigger kitchen because be able man, to do that. What a beautiful setup to do to roll out the cookie dough. And just have the TV on, and yeah. watch like movies and yeah, yeah I would love that. It looks like such a good time. But of course, Tom comes in. He's like, "I'm going to put it on sad news, and I'm going to tell Omi to stop making cookies because we bought some, and she just looks so sad." <laughs> yeah. And then they're you know yelling at Matt for starting a fight, and he's like, I just wanted to uh, keep the magic alive for the first graders, because <laughs> he was selling them, saying it isn't real. I loved
2: his line. He's like, it's not my fault. I was under the influence. I had fudge and cookies. <laughs> it's like hopped up on sugar. I yeah. did that shit.
0: Yeah, and you get the impression this family eats a ton of organic shit, so the sugar might actually have gotten to him.
2: That's true, actually, yeah. So Tom is busy working, mm-hmm. and they're all kind of bummed out, because he... I guess he kind of made—he must have made a promise or something—that yeah. he wasn't going to work throughout the holidays. But
0: he's like, I said, I wasn't going to travel. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Max really wants to wrap, cook, uh, wrap presents, and watch Charlie Brown, but nobody is willing to do that with him. Partially because you know he was a little bit of an asshole at the at pageant, <laughs> but also partially because they're just a dysfunctional family. And then I was like, "Uh, hey, I don't want to hang out with you either, but you can go write a letter to Santa. Yeah, it's Um, nice
2: because she's like, you know, I still believe in Santa, man. It's all good. Yeah, I'm here with you.
0: She said that St. Nicholas is what you make of him. He's all about the spirit of the holiday. So it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily about believing in Santa. It's about believing in the joy of Christmas. The spirit
2: of Christmas, giving Mm -hmm. and sacrifice, which Krampus is also a big fan of.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Beth is upstairs FaceTiming or... Zooming or whatever. Um, this is before Zoom. This, is, this has got to be Skype, right? Yeah, here. skyping yeah. her boyfriend, talking about how her cousins are coming in and um, they've got to do like origami tree stars. I don't know. I want to look up more of that. Cause that, that sounds, sounds fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, I like it. And he's like, "Your family's so cool." And she goes, "No, we just do a lot to make it look like we are." Yeah,
2: he's like, "All right, well, maybe you should come over here and rip some bongs with me," because he starts like ripping a big fat bong right yeah. there.
0: Um, and then we hear the most unholy rumbling of a t- insane hummer. The I'm whole saying. house is shaking because oh they're god. pulling up into it's, the driveway. That would infuriate me. I know. would be like, You are not allowed to bring that vehicle around
2: me. <laughs> yeah. Um Talia,
0: so if, oh my god, can you imagine how much of her shit Talia would lose if she, she was would hate around it, a hummer like that?
2: But I think she would like being inside of it. I think she would like to ride in it.
0: Oh, that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: So the fam has arrived. Um, with
0: Aunt Dorothy. Yeah, with she Aunt Dorothy. She was an added surprise. She apparently uh, um, just had her bag packed when they went to go drop off presents and just invited herself along.
2: Eh, I kind of feel bad for her because it sounded like she was going to be alone otherwise.
0: Yeah, she seems like a grump though. So She
2: essentially plays the same character that she plays in- Two and a half minutes.
0: She's yeah. I was gonna say she's also kind of a typecast character, but she does again. She does it really fucking well. Yeah, she
2: does. Yeah, she had a few lines in this movie that cracked me up. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like come on, kids, we're gonna I'm gonna teach you how to make peppermint schnapps. Yeah, or like when they're like uh, you let them go to the bathroom alone. She goes. Is there
1: another
0: option? Yeah. But yeah. So they're bringing all of their stuff in. It's kind of chaos. Um, They forget the baby outside.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, Fucking Howard, he like he goes out there to get the baby, and he's like, "Oh, it's loaded," so he just like hands it off. He's like, "I'm not doing that
1: shit."
0: Yeah, yeah, no, he's very much a like man's man, and uh, there's a lot of references to how he wishes he had more boys uh, other than just Howie, which I fucking love. This kid playing Howie, this is his only role. He doesn't say a word. He doesn't change his facial expression. He just (laughs) stares and mouth breathes the whole time. And I respect the hell out of it.
2: Michael Doherty has like a specific vision for a kid that he wants to cast in all of his movies. (laughs) And it's this kid because he looks exactly like the kid from Trick or Treat.
0: Yeah, that eats the Razor chocolate. Yeah,
2: exactly. He's got like the blonde, curly hair Mm -hmm. and he's a little bit chubby. Uh, Yeah, and. um, He's also kinda of giving Tom some shit because uh you know, they're talking about
0: Yeah, they go to they go to have dinner and this is where Howard's talking about trying to get Howie like into offense-wide, Yeah, yeah he's and he's like, like, uh, do you ever spend any time on the field? And uh, he's like, oh, "I I spent my time in training. He's like, oh, Training yeah. for what? Eagle, Eagle Scouts, Scouts. Ben <laughs> Wyatt,
2: right there. That was some yep. Ben Wyatt shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's a,
0: that was Ben Wyatt delivery too. And like I was, he would have like tried to like kind of sidestep it. Yeah, I was in training.
2: Exactly. Yeah, but I was actually kind of expecting some of that to come into play later to like save Howard.
0: Right, you know, that would have
2: been cool. Yeah, that but, would have
0: been a, like a nice like moment. Like,
2: yeah, like hey, yeah, I, I'm a fucking Eagle Scout. I saved your life, but instead it's just kind of like a gag instead. Yeah. Uh, so um, before all of this, though, Stevie and Jordan notice that Max has a letter to Santa Claus in his pocket. Mm-hmm. So at the dinner table, they start picking on him because he still believes in Santa. And they, they stole uh, the letter. Yeah, well, they tell him first. Is like, yeah, did you hear on the news? We heard it on the radio. Santa died, and, or no, Santa crashed, and he had to eat all of his reindeer this to survive.
0: Is such- older cousin bullshit. It is. Yes. It yeah. is so real.
2: It is, yeah. That that really is like a legit react or a interaction that would happen.
0: Yeah, so they're teasing him. Meanwhile, Sarah goes to the kitchen to get her creme brulee ready for everybody. This love she's got these nice little ramekins or little torch. I know
2: the little torch thing she's, is nice.
0: Oh, she's trying so hard and then Dorothy comes in and is saying that this uh Food is making her constipated.
2: What the fuck, man? Like, keep that shit to yourself. That's why you weren't that invited. what
0: constipation is, Travis.
2: Keeping your shit to yourself. <laughs> that's a good point. Don't talk about it. I don't want really to hear about it.
0: Yeah. Um, so she has like a moment where she tells her off. And I'm like, wow, that's been building, but also only for like 20 minutes. It was kind of so... harsh. She was like,
2: yeah, we'll go to your fucking trashy trailer. And then I'll shit on every single thing that you worked really hard to do. And she's like, all right, Jesus. I didn't realize I was being mean.
0: And then she walks in. She like she bursts in. Mary Cree. Mary Cree. And um, <laughs> Max is uh, getting ready to fight Jordan and Stevie because they're reading his letter to Santa out loud. And this is such a heartbreaking letter for a small child. It it's really like, is. Dude. I want me and Beth to be close again, like we used to be, because I don't have a lot of friends. I want my mom and dad to be in love again. I want things to be nicer for Howard and Aunt Linda and Uncle Howard. it are having because a, it's hard been time. a hard time and and then they kind of trail off, and Stevie goes, screw you, dad does not wish we were boys. Yeah,
2: it's so funny, because, like, I mean, the way that they're dressed, they, like, I mean, they it's got, like, a hunting clear, gear on, yeah. their name, Stevie and Jordan. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's funny.
0: Which, not that, like, girls can't like those things, but it's, like, it's Howard's clear. whole persona. Yeah, like you get that. Yeah. nice. No, impression.
2: Yeah. Like he was trying for a boy and then he finally got one with Howie Jr. So it's and like, so, all right.
0: Yeah, they tried for one more and then it was baby Chrissy. And I have it was a, like, uh.
2: oh, meanwhile, during this whole thing, Howie Jr. is over there chugging Mountain Dew. Yeah. Out a, of the
0: two liters. Yeah. I
2: have a feeling that instead of like a baby bottle of milk, they probably like put Mountain Dew in there.
0: Like in that Harlan documentary. That's our shit, baby. That's (laughs) Kentucky
2: shit right there. That's what we got Ohio.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so they all start fighting. Things are being broken. Dinner is even more ruined than it was. And Max says, I hate everybody. And he just runs up to his room.
2: Yeah, and then he pulls out his letter to Santa Claus. Well, actually, okay, first he has a meeting with uh, Tom. So Tom comes in. Yeah, it's, me- it's Tom, man. It's a business <laughs> we're, interaction. We're gonna
0: develop a pip. Uh-
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It's Tom. He approaches it like a meeting. Actually, he, he's kind of sweet. He's like a good dad in this moment. He goes up there. and He's like, yeah, like
0: because Max know. is like, it gets worse and worse each year. And Tom, instead of saying, yeah, that's part of growing up, um, instead he's like, well, sometimes you, you know, you just have to try and get along with people, even though things are different. Cause that's what family does.
2: Um, I appreciate that he gave him like an actual talk and not like mm-hmm. BS like. Kid talk for this, reason. Right yeah, here. like
0: they're your family, you have to love them. Sometimes it's like, okay, well, they're very different people, but we're gonna try and get along. Yeah, like
2: it can be hard sometimes, yeah. but you know, like part of the thing is just, like trying to make it work. Yeah, so they kind of leave on a good note, and then Max pulls out his uh, oh, yeah, Tom's like, yeah, don't forget, you can still mail out your letter to Santa yeah. Claus.
0: And Max is about to, and then he decides. Screw this, and he rips up his letter, and then the magical winds take it into the sky.
2: Yeah, where Krampus takes that shit, he's pissed because mm-hmm. Christmas was a dissed.
0: <laughs> the power goes out, the weather gets really bad, and the next morning it's clear a blizzard had come through. Everybody's trying to figure out where this came from because nothing was predicted, and there's like an ominous looking snowman out in the front yard and max is trying to tell the adults and they're like okay yeah like
2: yeah whatever man they're like well who could have done it like well the neighbor is out of town that person hates us now after max did some <laughs> shit and this is just like well nobody's going to be responsible for this unless it's like done as like a mean prank but like i don't know it's a nice looking snowman it's a creepy one but i like it
0: yeah um dhl delivery is out yeah, I like weather. that.
2: Like nobody else is out on the road. I feel like this had to be planted from DHL, like with, like a yeah. sponsorship. Like, let us do it.
0: But also, this guy looks like he kind of fucking hates his life. He's like, okay, yeah, here's your free cheese, you assholes.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then like they uh, they notice that there's a Christmas bag, mm-hmm. uh, like a sack full of presents next to the door, and he's like, ah, it must have been the boys in brown that delivered that instead. So he just goes on on his way, and they bring yeah. in the bag.
0: Um, Beth wants to go check on her boyfriend because she hasn't been able to get a hold of him. And they're like, yeah, because the fucking towers are down. Of course you can't get a hold of them. (laughs) She's like, please, just one hour. So um, I think they're just honestly kind of tired of listening to her and giving. Yeah. And then Omi is making hot cocoa in the fireplace.
2: Yeah, they're all like, "You need to get her out of the fireplace." Like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like, just because she's over there enjoying being warm and cozy? Yeah, would
0: you all have thought to light a fire (laughs) if Omi wasn't over there? And there's like
2: no heat. Like, come on, man. Yeah, like that's the thing you got to be doing in this moment.
0: So while Beth is walking to Derek's, uh, Derek, (laughs) she. She sees Krampus jumping between roofs. I love this. This movie, you think it's going to be really subtle um, after the blizzard, but no, it just comes in like a sledgehammer. Nothing here. On out, yeah, like any doubt that something weird's happening. I
2: love the shot of this though, with Krampus on the roofs Mm -hmm. and he's just jumping from like house to house, following her. This is how Zoe
0: feels when she jumps from my vanity to the bed in the middle of the night. This
2: is probably, yeah, she probably thinks that she's like Krampus, like
1: running
0: around, yeah, cat piss. No, (laughs) no, no, cat piss. That that worked in my head until I said it out loud.
1: (laughs) <laughs> i retract that
2: no that's what i'm gonna start calling zoe now cat piss oh no i don't want to start calling oh, that cat cat so piss mean. that is mean yeah <laughs> Okay, so yeah, she's starting to get freaked out now, and she finds the DHL truck in the middle of the road abandoned. Well, not necessarily not abandoned. abandoned. The
0: driver's in there. He's, He's just frozen to death. a lot less alive than he was a few minutes ago. Yeah,
2: so she hides underneath the truck, and Krampus jumps down and kind of walks alongside the DHL truck and then leaves. But then she notices she starts hearing that, and there's like a little jack in the box next to her. And then it opens, it kind of like peaks open, and then we don't see what happens. Like mm-hmm. it, like something crawls underneath
0: there and you just hear her scream. Uh, Sarah and Tom are having a moment staring out the window, um, you know, and there's kind of an allusion to they, they haven't been very close lately and they miss the closeness.
2: Yeah, she missed that letter being read, but uh, Tom overheard. Uh, the whole thing. So he's kind of, I think, trying to rekindle that yeah. relationship here a little kind of bit. Really,
0: he's like, "Oh shit! Even my fifth grader knows that something's, yeah, that's, something's wrong." That's, that's how you know you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, they all kind of start worrying about Beth because Max is like, "Hey, by the way, you guys know you have a kid, right? She's not back. It's dark out. Beth, yeah. Beth, you remember her?" Um,
2: <laughs> so um...
0: they ask Howard if they can use his Hummer. Um, and Omi says it's too dangerous to go outside, and they're like, "Shut up, Omi!" Yeah, shut the fuck up. Uh,
2: We're German,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> Get
0: so the fuck out here. Tom and Howard are out in Lucinda, the Hummer. Um, they yeah. find a stopped snow plow, which has it appears that the driver was yanked through the windshield.
2: Yeah, they like the windshields busted open. And they're like, oh, it but must have been broken out. I was like, no, somebody punched into this mm-hmm. thing, and the keys are still in the ignition too.
0: And they look over to the side and see that uh, a house nearby has been destroyed. Um, back at the house, Linda and Sarah are having a moment talking about the. Angel on the Christmas tree. It was mom. She was like, I didn't realize you didn't know I had it. And she had all of their like old ornaments from when they were kids too. And she was like, I figured that's what mom would want. Like,
2: yeah, that was sweet.
0: Yeah. And I think that's really nice too because she does have like this very like picture perfect <laughs> kind of like Christmas setup in the house. So it's nice seeing the homemade ornaments on the tree too. Yeah, I did Because like it. we've got a very chaotic Christmas tree. Like we're definitely not, we're not going to be in, you know, what is it called? Town and Country, Home and Garden? Some, <laughs> I don't some know. bullshit. We're not gonna we're win not, competitions. We're not gonna be in a magazine with our tree. But maybe, maybe. I, is I love I you know our tree. I mean? We yeah. got
2: we got a black Christmas tree. It's with all red lights. lights and like a shit ton of weird ornaments on yeah, there. It's they're great. Just
0: kind of all over the place.
2: Yeah, it suits us perfect. Yeah.
0: Um. So, but you would think that she would have like a specific like everything's got to be set up just the right way with the ornaments. So seeing like the popsicle stick ornaments and stuff. Yeah, there, I think is really nice.
2: Yeah uh meanwhile howard and tom are continuing their search and they can't drive anymore so mm-hmm. they decide to go on foot and then they go to the back of the hummer and uh howard has like a whole artillery in yeah. the trunk he's got so a shotgun guns. yeah and then there's like a handgun it's like a desert eagle almost and he's like yeah that's uh that's what cindas <laughs> linda's L- Lin- oh cindas the hummer yeah mm-hmm. linda so they go on and try and uh march along but they find
0: Derek's Derek's house house has been destroyed Mm -hmm. there's a gingerbread cookie stabbed up against the wall um that's a new fun decoration idea I I kind of want to do for the house yeah that would be Uh, awesome that'd be so good
2: he's like he's really disturbed by He's like that's fucked up I'm like what are you talking about man that's awesome like a yeah it just looks cool
0: um (laughs) <laughs> and like above the fireplace is like a big split. So they think maybe like a gas line bursts, but then they see these big, like huge fucking hoof prints in the like Snow and dust and whatnot. Yeah, they realize
2: Um, that like it's something that walks on its hind legs too.
0: Yeah, so they decide they're gonna go back. um, They hear
2: Beth scream. Yeah, so they run out of the house.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, so they're trying to find her, trying to locate the scream, but then Howard gets grabbed by something and pulled through the snow. So Tom goes and saves him. Um, and then they get back to the hammer, and it has been destroyed.
2: Yeah, it's just like on fire. Yeah. Or exploded. I don't know what happened to it. It's
0: lushed <laughs> too.
2: Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's
0: flat. It's definitely flatter than a Hummer typically is. <laughs> yeah, um. Hummers are pretty flat, <laughs> yeah. but I see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they get back to the house, like they kinda rush in and they're trying to not tell the other adults, what happened while the kids are there, and that's when they tell Aunt Dorothy to take the kids to the kitchen, and she's like, "All right, kids, I'm gonna show you how to make peppermint schnapps."
2: <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, he's trying to explain why something bit his leg. He's like, "Ah, it must have been a bear trap." And Max is like, "There's no bears around here." And I'd be like, "Shut the fuck up, Max!" Like, people use bear traps all the time. Have you not seen Saw? It's like a reverse bear trap.
0: Also, like, there probably are bears in Ohio.
2: There definitely are bears in Ohio.
0: There's bears in Kentucky.
2: There's many bears in Kentucky. You're
0: way too casual about the bears near your parents' house. That's
2: what happens when you grow up around that shit. Mountain Dew and bears. That's what we... That's, that's who we are. <laughs> and that's us. Uh, okay, so...
0: there. Yeah, so... Howard and Tom tell tell Sarah and Linda what is going on, and um, everybody in the kitchen ends up overhearing it anyway. So, Mm -hmm, which is what happens when there's no power in the house. There's no ambient sound. (laughs) Like obviously the sound travels. You have a giant house. There's a lot of room for echoing. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, So they all just plan to hang tight, Mm -hmm. wait for the storm to blow over, and they'll try and go get Beth after the night passes
0: and they have a plan to stay watch through the night make sure the fire keeps going nothing breaks in all of that um i do like that we skip the obligatory like boarding up the house montage
2: yeah for sure i also thought it was kind of strange like i get it kind of but at the same time like what if beth comes back do you really want to board up the house like entirely (laughs) like she kind of probably needs to get to safety in that case well i guess they still have the door working like normal so whatever Howard volunteers to be the watch for the night. And then he. Which
0: that's just stupid anyway, because if you're keeping watch through the night, you don't do the whole night. You take turns, you take shifts. Yeah, you
2: you cycle. Yeah. But he falls asleep like immediately. So everybody's now asleep. He's been attacked. Yeah, exactly. It was a really
0: bad idea. I get that he volunteered, but like it was a really bad idea to put him up first.
2: Yeah. So they're all just sleeping at night. And then suddenly there's a. Something coming down. Yeah.
0: Mostly. It's like down to just embers. And a hook comes down the fireplace.
2: It's a meat hook.
0: And then a cookie comes down as well. (laughs) And Howie Jr. smelling food. (laughs) Sits up. (laughs) I
2: like that this is his like first reaction. It's like, there's a gingerbread man on a hook in the chimney. I'm gonna eat that. I am hungry. I just ran out of all of my Mountain Dew.
0: <laughs> and he bites the cookie, the cookie screams at him, and he looks a little bit shocked, but also like he kind of maybe wants to take another bite still. It's like uh, an
2: actual cookie too. Like yeah. yeah, like
0: I want it. That cookie looks so fluffy. It does. Does uh, it hurt
2: the cookie? Like the cookie didn't really didn't seem, seem to react in guts. pain.
0: Yeah. Like it just it was more like I offended. Yeah, like that's my like, fucking that's head, man. Like rude. <laughs>
2: it almost kind of bit it like uh Sam's Lollipop. lollipop yeah which, which there's, there's a, a
0: deleted scene where max mm-hmm. brings out his halloween stash because of course this weenie still has some of his halloween candy left over <laughs> at christmas um and one of the pieces in there is sam's lollipop i
2: like that that's cool dude because he would be the kind of kid that would be big on the halloween spirit and tradition too so sam would yeah. be like his bro He'd be like, yeah dude here Take oh my, my
0: god that's the crossover we need i would love to see that yeah. that would be awesome
2: um, okay, so Howie Jr. gets pulled up through the chimney, and everybody wakes up and tries to save him. Yeah, they're, um,
0: like Sarah is like holding on to his feet, and the log rolls out from the fireplace and into the tree. That catches fire. Um, you know that they weren't keeping their tree properly hydrated. <laughs> so everybody's just like trying to get him in there, but he ends up getting taken away anyway. Um, and then this is like they're all freaking out trying to figure out what they're supposed to do. And then this is where Omi tells them about Krampus. She,
2: well, she's like, this is all your fault. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. she's not she's very- like, hey, assholes. Yeah.
2: Like, uh, oh yeah, I speak English now. <laughs> but she tells them the story of her experience with Krampus that she had when she was a child.
0: She said this was a darker, less cheerful Christmas than usual. She still believed in the spirit of Christmas, but the village around her had lost it. And eventually, as her parents became more and more stressed and upset, she lost the spirit of Christmas as well. Um, And when she got really upset, wished for them to just go away, Krampus, the shadow of St. Nicholas, showed up. He showed up not to reward, but to punish, not to give, but to take.
2: I'm glad you wrote that down, right? Because I kind of like winged it whenever I heard that. <laughs> I, yeah. I wrote down Krampus comes to punish, not love, take, not give. <laughs>
0: um, and she listened to him take all of her family to the underworld and she was waiting to be next, but he left her behind as a reminder of what happens when hope is lost.
2: And gave her the little Krampus bell mm-hmm. as like a little uh, present.
0: And Howard's like, all right, that's some bullshit. Let's leave. Um, and he tries to go out the front door, but there's a ton of snowmen. One of them looks like Howie.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um that's that's a really creepy moment. I um liked it, and though. then there's like also little monsters moving along. So they're like, all right, maybe we can't leave right now. Tom has an idea. He's like, Okay, maybe we can get to the snow plow, the mall. Is an emergency shelter. We've all seen every zombie movie. Eventually, you go to the mall.
2: Yeah. Um, it's like a, well, that's where the emergency center is. Yeah. So, and if there's nobody there, they're just going to keep driving until they find help, yeah. essentially.
0: Yeah. That's their plan. They're like, eventually, we'll get out of the blizzard. Yeah. Um, Jordan and Stevie go upstairs to the bathroom because Aunt Dorothy clogged the downstairs bathroom, which, oh my God, on top of everything else, you have to smell shit.
2: It's nasty. Uh,
0: they hear Beth. Quote unquote, in the attic. So they go to check on her. And then we cut to the adults trying to make this plan in the kitchen. They hear screaming. So they all run upstairs except for um, Howard. Howard. Yeah, because
2: he volunteers to keep watch of uh, Omi and Max. Mm-hmm. So they go up into the attic, which is where they heard the sounds. Mm-hmm. And they find the jack in the box up there. Meanwhile, yeah. Howard downstairs is having an encounter with Gingerbread Men. Voiced by Seth Green, I should say, doing more weird voices for us here.
0: So, let's kind of instead of going back and forth because that'll be confusing. Yeah. So up in the attic, they see Jordan being eaten by the Jack in the Box character. And then they all start getting attacked by various toys. We've got Angel Bitch mm-hmm. and we've got like a little robot. That's like
2: stabbing Tom in the back. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um and then The
2: teddy bear. The teddy bear that Linda. Linda.
0: So they're all like fighting. Linda has been kind of catatonic since Howie got dragged up, but then she sees Stevie. Laying over in the corner wrapped up in lights, and it kind of makes her come to. So she grabs an axe and she starts just like beating all of these monsters, and she saves Stevie, and then they get downstairs.
2: Yeah, but the dragon in the box runs through like a little grate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it kind of escapes through the walls. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, um, downstairs Downstairs, Howard has been battling some gingerbread men very theatrically.
0: Yeah, they found the nail gun that was apparently used in boarding up the windows and they're <laughs> shooting at him, and he's using various implements to, to deflect the nails until they run out. And then they're coming at him with knives and he shoots them. He Manages to. I love.
2: No, he shoots the house, which explodes, and then they all just kind of fall on the floor. And they're, it's like they're having like a war, like a military movie where like they had like a grenade and they're like stunned. Um, one of them charges after him, he takes the gun and shoots it, and then like there's like a final one that's about to make it up there and stab him.
0: And his dog, Rose, he just comes in and. Just eats it, it. yeah. Yeah.
2: I loved it, and I I like that too because Rosie was getting shit because Rosie wasn't helping much before. Yeah, but Rosie's like, I fucking saved you. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um. So they all are back gathered into the living room. Um. They hear some some creature. They hear the creature in the walls. Um. And Max opens the grate for Rosie to go and find it. And she does, and there's a fight, and we don't see Rosie again. And mm-hmm. I don't want to think about that anymore. Well,
2: you know, Rosie will be revived at the end yeah. of this movie. It's okay.
0: Um, monsters end up falling through the ceiling, and everybody's like just about to, like, Dorothy starts shooting at them. And she's like, boom, boom, boom. And then we just have the jack in the box left, and they're like, all right, Dorothy, finish this off. And then. There's like some bells, and the Jack in the Box starts.
2: Yeah, I love the little clap that it but does. Yeah, like it gets so, so happy. Creepy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then that's when Omi goes, Elves. Elves. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> they all just storm the house. Um, and so they come in, they take the baby. How are you going to take a baby? That's how you know these are evil elves. They fucked up, man. Um, and then they take Aunt Dorothy with like a little slide whistle. Effect, which I think again, it comes back to like that, <laughs> yeah, like Christmas movie, ish. yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and and uh, they also take Howard, um, he's taken with the Jack in the Box creature. Uh, Omi tries to relight the fire, and um, their plan the survivors are like, okay, we gotta just make it to the snowplow and Omi refuses to go and- She
2: like walks them out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like you can hear uh, Krampus was outside, so like all the elves retreated because of that. And then he's on top of the roof and kind of just going down the stairs. So Omi decides to face him one-on-one and face her fears Yeah, instead of do what she did when she was a kid. Yeah. So she walks herself in, they go out. She confronts Krampus and uh, Krampus gets her. She's dead now.
0: Yeah, so that's sad. Um, they're okay. running through the snow and eventually the adults are being pulled under. So Tom is like gonna shoot at the monsters as they're going, he tells everybody else, like, you gotta go, love you all. He ends up getting pulled under. Um, Linda gets pulled under next, then Sarah. So it's just Max and Stevie in the snow plow, and Stevie's like, Come on, Max, you gotta go. And he goes, This is a manual, we have a hybrid. I don't know how to drive this. Like, how do you know how to yeah. drive your hybrid? You're ten. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Tom is the kind of dad that is like, "Hey, Max, do you want to learn how to drive a car?" He's not. He's not like, been present
2: I, enough to show him how to drive.
0: I could see that being Stevie being like, "Yeah, Dad showed me how to drive." Lucinda. Yeah, like, honestly,
2: I yeah, that could have been a thing. Stevie's like, "I know how to do it. It's final Stevie." Yeah. yeah, Um But uh, Max gets out of the.
0: No, the, the elves attack. Oh, they right. take Stevie and Max. Is trying to follow, and Krampus comes up and drops like a little bundle, and it's his torn up letter wrapped around the bell. And this is where Max remembers what was said about Omi, how she was left as a reminder of what happens when hope is lost. And he decides he is not feeling that shit. So he follows the little death parade that's happening, and he's like, I want my family back. I take back my wish. And then Krampus is like, ha 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 ha. ha, Not happening. (laughs) It
2: almost looks like a a sweet moment. Like, it almost looks like he broke through to Krampus. And then he, like, wipes the tear off of Max's face. And then he starts laughing. Everybody starts laughing. He opens up the ground and there's like a lava pit.
1: Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So they toss Stevie down there. And then Krampus grabs Max and tosses him down there, too. Yep. So Max wakes up. Uh, It's Christmas morning. Mm hmm. He goes downstairs and everybody's around the Christmas tree waiting for him to get up and start Christmas.
0: And it feels like a much more like typical type mm-hmm. of Christmas. Like there's still banter between everybody, but it feels a lot more friendly and yeah, they're all hearted and
2: nice to each yeah. other in this moment here.
0: And they're opening gifts, drinking cocoa. Max is like, "I love you guys," and I was like, "Okay, Dorothy, you're being a little weird." <laughs> um So he gets a gift. And it's a bell,
2: and everybody um, just kind of freezes and looks at him, and then they all look at each other in horror.
0: Yeah, and we're just hearing like clips of what just happened over the past hour and a half, and we pull out and we see they're in a snow globe amongst a collection of snow globes in Krampus's den.
2: Yeah, it's that's a that's a much creepier ending than the alternate ending where everybody just kind of ignores <laughs> I got it.
0: Goosebumps talking about that. I'm, it's fucking creepy, yeah. honestly.
2: Like. It, it works. It's super effective. Uh, but that's how it ends. That's how it ends. So, and if we are to believe the comic book, they have been resurrected and they've been given a second chance. So that means Rosie's there too. Hopefully, Yay. still in her elf costume because she was adorable in that.
0: Yes. We need to find a Talia's elf costume. I don't know where it is. Oh, we do. Yeah. Like, we couldn't find it when we were putting up the tree it's
2: here somewhere we'll find yeah. it yeah yeah we'll get her there <laughs> okay so after talking about it jesse do you want to change your rating
0: uh, no i still think a mm. nine is the right call for this what okay. about you
2: um i'll i'll make it eight five i'll okay. go up to there
0: all right that makes our new average 8.75 which i feel like is a little bit more acceptable
2: i like it yeah
0: what would you change to make it even higher
2: um Kind of like what I was saying before. I wanted some of the dialogue between them to play out. Like I wanted to see them earn each other's respect and like love back. So kind of like um Tom using his Eagle Scouts to save Howard, like that would have been cool. He would have gained respect for that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, makes sense. Yeah. Stuff with uh the sisters, um, you know, something there. I feel like they kinda like got there was a moment that we kinda glossed over where they were talking about um uh, maybe this was like a deleted scene or whatever, but Sarah was telling Linda that she's kind of jealous of her wife.
0: Yeah, how they're all like together all the time. Yeah. She's like, it's loud and chaotic that you guys have each other. And she's like, I'm alone all the time. That was nice. We kind of got it there yeah.
2: with that. Um, You know, something with the uh, kids kind of like, a, you know, being nice to each other again. Like, I don't know, like something like that. Yeah. But they all kind of like just learn from having like, you know, the whole experience of dying. <laughs> and that's yeah. like, all right, we'll be good now. It's fine. But, you know, something like that. It would have been cool. All
0: right. Tally's given this a nine. Let me tell you why. Oh, my God. Okay, actually, she'll give it a nine and a half. Okay. Um, she was so playful at the beginning of the movie. And um, she wanted. She was squeaking along to the music with her favorite Jack toy. It was she knew. impressive, actually. Yeah. Um, she was growling. When uh, the Hummer came in, Uh my point that she 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 would not like it in real life, Um, and then once it started snowing, she her eyes were glued to the screen. She loves snow, you guys. She loves it so much. Um, So she just she was enamored. Um, She would take a point away for Rosie dying, dying, but but she gives half back because of the resurrection. So Uh, nine and a half
2: plus. She respected like oh like another dog in an elf costume. I've got a costume yeah. just like that. That's she's cool. Like got to Respect. That's who she relates she's to in true. this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh,
0: Zoe was she didn't really watch a ton of this. <laughs>
2: she was about half and half. Yeah. She was. Half she filtered and half. in and out. Yeah. Yeah. She's but... like oh. <laughs> Krampus more like cat piss.
0: <laughs> That was not my not my best joke work. Um, no, I, that was I hate fantastic. That it's been recorded for all, of, all of eternity. <laughs> I'm glad that that happened. That was that was
2: amazing. <laughs> Uh, I would give her credit though. She watched at least half, maybe a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. Okay, who did you relate to?
0: Um, I guess. Um, I guess I probably, I probably relate to Omi. Um. Without getting too like tragic backstory, uh, for a long time I really didn't have a lot of love for Christmas because it wasn't always like a happy time of year for me. Mm. Um, but I met you and it's your favorite time of year and I like you and wanted to keep you around and I didn't want to ruin Christmas for you. So I was like, I figure out how to uh, cheer up no. cup. So <laughs> I've been working on that and we've been like, we've found you know, new traditions. Something and, for us. Yeah, With found the... found a way to enjoy the season again um, in a, like an authentic way and find our own spirit of it. So Aww. I think I relate to Omi in that way. That's
2: sweet. Our tradition is watching Christmas movies, the shittiest Christmas movies we can find, <sighs> so by the way. So much fun. We watched
0: fun. uh, Back to Christmas, AKA Correcting Christmas. Good luck figuring out what it's going to be called <laughs> on any app you're streaming it <laughs> it's on. It's Back to
2: Christmas on apps. It, that much I know.
0: Yeah, but um, it has Moses Storm. Is that a yeah, name? Moses Storm. Moses yeah. Storm from Unfriended, and um, he's wild. Um, and it also has Jan Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird weird not great movie but we watch it every year usually multiple times
2: i mean it's just fun i don't know man that's one of my favorite things for these two is like there's always somebody that's been in a horror movie too because it's almost like the same type of shit yeah Yeah. i mean it's like cheap movies yeah like
0: they know the low budget Shtick of it all like yeah. yeah we can work with this it's we a job this. you yeah. know
2: i don't i i don't blame them i don't judge them for doing these you know what i mean like they they're usually my favorite parts of yeah. the movies there's I one saying, with I kind, uh, of,
0: I kind of respect the horror to hallmark pipeline i you do know? too
2: there's one with uh dawn from terrifier also yeah. which we have not watched that one yet but we will probably watch it this year
0: I already have six
2: lines <laughs> Uh, okay, I related to Max because I was very much that type of kid growing up. I, like the, I believed in Santa probably a little bit too long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was fucking stupid because, like, <laughs> even whenever I became a teenager, like there was one, like I didn't believe anymore. But I watched a YouTube video. It's like Santa's real, and it was like a video of like it looked like somebody like like a little flash. And did like, your it,
0: sister ruin Santa for you?
2: No, she didn't. She okay. wasn't. She was also like that. She loved Christmas too. Okay. Yeah. Um. I could
0: right. just see like kind of like the dynamic Max has with Jordan and Stevie. <laughs> I could see you and her having. Nah,
2: it. nah. Um. And our cousins, like you know, like we all got along. So I didn't have like the bad family dynamic type stuff that was going oh, yeah. on. Yeah, you this. and your
0: cousins are bubbies. Yeah,
2: we are. Yeah. Um. But it was you know I was a lot like that. It, 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 I saw a lot of myself in that kid there. <laughs> Okay, so
0: we already have sequel. Our tagline. Um, dream sequel. My God, I had such an idea for it, and I don't remember what it is. Oh, I was so well, convinced I would remember it. Let's
2: do the trick or treat, Krampus. Oh no, no, no. Oh. Okay,
0: trick or treat, Krampus. But also, um, I just remembered it. Okay, I want. Bert Gummer to be involved because, uh, like, when they had the like, tunneling I was thinking the Trimmers, snow. too. Yes, yeah, it was a I lot want, like him. Yeah, I want Bert <clears throat> Gummer involved in Krampus, too, in some way.
2: I would love for like a Graboid to be like a Krampus minion. Yeah, that would be so cool. I would like, love that's that.
0: what happens, like, you know, closer to the equator if somebody loses the Christmas spirit. How do we? Pulling a blizzard, we don't. We we just have some gravoids. <laughs> him <up. laughs>
2: him and Howard would kind of get along too, exactly. like they would have like the whole like arsenal of weapons in their uh, respective vehicles.
0: Yeah, I let see. This is I want this crossover.
2: Oh, that would be sweet. Yeah, yeah, that that'd be cool. I also would like the trick or treat, like get yeah. Sam and Krampus, and you know, maybe like another holiday. I don't know. I like uh, he does good holiday movies.
0: Honestly, um, maybe like. Uh, I think if anybody could take a creepy Easter Bunny premise and make it good and not cheesy, I think I think Michael Daugherty could.
2: That's true, because I guess with this one here, he's kind of taking like a lesser known yeah. thing and making it a thing. Uh, yeah, you don't really get a lot with the Easter Bunny, so that would be cool. I would like that kind of like Thanksgiving. Yeah. By the way, there's gonna be a Thanksgiving too. Mm-hmm. It got announced, so that's awesome. I can't yeah. wait for that.
0: Pretty excited for that.
2: <clears throat> okay. Uh yeah we got our tagline <laughs> Christmas spirit was dis so Krampus is pissed. Okay, time for reviews. I
0: want that on a Fright Rags T-shirt. Oh
2: that would be sweet yeah I would <laughs> Fright love that. Rags contact us <laughs> yeah. Uh okay so uh internet review I pulled one off of IMDb it's okay. a one out of ten they reviewed it like a couple of days after the movie release so okay. titled wishes it was Gremlins miserably.
0: Oh, harsh. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: I had high hopes for Krampus, but from the beginning, I could tell it would be way more cheesy than scary. Boy, was I right. I didn't find one single scene creepy or scary, and the character development was non-existent. The silhouette of Krampus with his devil horns looked pretty good, but later on, all the buildup is destroyed as soon as you see his face with his mouth open a foot wide, just like every other CG monster of the last 20 years. Yawn. Like practical. Yeah. As soon as the CG Gingerbread Men showed up looking like rejects from a Pixar movie and sounding like Joe Dante's Giggling Gremlins, I realized I was watching something that should have been direct-to-DVD. It felt like a made-for-TV kids fantasy movie instead of dread, chills, or even the old standby gore we get, slapstick, unlikable characters, and evil toys that look like rejects from a Puppet Master sequel. Michael Doherty, Michael Doherty, should not Do Doherty don't don't hurt him That's what happens when you
0: bite a ginger an evil gingerbread it's cookie It's don't in this cuz he hurt this guy's feelings Aww. with this
2: movie Michael Doherty should stick to writing crappy superhero scripts and stop directing horror movies superhero scripts I don't think he did a superhero super, movie yeah, He did that? the he did the Godzilla Kong movie I think but like that's different uh, but that's a that's the end of the review there so
0: look I get what he's saying. If you're looking for a tense, like, mean Christmas movie, Christmas horror movie, this isn't it. But I, that's what this movie is. is It's meant to be, like, taking... A normal piece of like Christmas tradition, like those, you know, childhood Christmas movies, and turning it into something scary. So, this just it not the right audience for it. If you want something that's a little bit more serious, you maybe need a try a movie,
2: try Krampus the Reckoning. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of different Krampus movies out there. Yeah. But uh, no, I understand it too. Like, you know, you want a horror movie to be creepy if it can be, but also. I feel like we do need more movies like this too where they are a little bit more accessible and they are a little bit more fun and whimsical like you were saying.
0: Yeah, and like I just I don't think every horror movie has to be dark and dreadful the entire time. Like I said, it's nice seeing Tony Collette have fun. Yeah. Like let's not make every movie hereditary for let her have some Krampus and knives out.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And I I liked, I understand the gingerbread man getting cartoony because that was very cartoony.
0: It was, but I love it.
2: I liked it too. I liked it a lot. But I understand from somebody else's perspective, especially if you're walking into this, like hoping for something really creepy. Yeah. Krampus is like a creepy concept. I get it. You want something creepy, especially with this right here. But I don't know. Like, you know, there are different movies out there that will probably suit the bill for this. But yeah. I, unfortunately, this is just not going to do it if that's the type of sh- uh, shit that you want.
0: Yeah, I mean, go watch Black Christmas. I mean, honestly, like, that sounds like the type of thing you would want more. I don't know why, like, the comparison of Gremlins is there other than there's, like, animated creatures.
2: Well, maybe they overheard because that might have been part of the marketing talking about how they wanted to be, like, mm. Gremlins, you know what I mean? Because like that's what they say specifically,
0: but it like it also it doesn't feel like a rip off of Gremlins. It's Mm -hmm. a very different story.
2: Yeah, it feels like its own thing. Okay, I have uh, some listener reviews, and we got a decent amount. So thanks everybody for contributing. So we'll start off on Twitter. We have movies for days says excellent, both high class and low brow at the same time. Great cast and excellent effects in a holiday horror that manages to be both silly and terrifying at the same time. A big favorite of this subgenre. See, I I agree with that because I do think that this uh it balances both like the comedy and the creepiness mm-hmm. well. Because I we think we
0: have the scenes like where Krampus is jumping and chasing. back. Yeah, and, and we have those moments. The
2: jack in the box up in the mm-hmm. attic that is fucking creepy, man. Yeah. That thing is it's terrifying. It's
0: like three part mouth. Yeah, yeah.
2: And whenever it just like eats children and just like scutters away through the vent. Like, yeah, it, it I don't it unnerves me. Seeing that mm, thing throbbing, yeah, the throbbing middle, yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe Freakatron says Krampus is amazing, even knowing how awesome trick or treat was. I couldn't believe the things we got in this film. Seeing it in the theaters blew me away. The inevitable holiday and toy related monsters were my favorites. All right, oh, inventive holiday and toy related monsters were my favorite. Uh, yeah, I, I like those too. those, those kind of stole the show a little bit yeah especially for a krampus movie but i i did krampus's look i know it's not exactly i'm learning may not be popular amongst people
0: i just if it was more obvious it was a mask i'd be okay with it
2: yeah no i mean honestly yeah like it was kind of nice seeing like after trick-or-treat like what he was able to do with that yeah Seeing what he was able to do with like a budget yeah they gave him money and a good cast and like it yeah it works really well uh next up Aquile Boops says, funny, I had low expectations for this flick back in the day. Ended up loving this Stan movie. Great creatures and an ending that had me go, ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome, awesome film. Yeah, that ending fucking it is, gets you. It yeah. sticks with you afterwards. Yeah,
0: it's messed up. It's yeah. very existential crisis you
2: See, now, if you want to choose to, like, be creeped out, go with the, like, keep your head canon on the fact that they are doomed and, like, they died and this is, like, their hell now. Because that is terrifying, that concept right there. But if you, like, buy into the whole thing that they just get a second chance and it, it makes it a little bit less scary. I
0: don't know. I, honestly, there's, like, a part of it that's, like... Yeah, you'd get sick of like being with the same people day after day. You'd get the very real cabin fever, but like, don't have to work, dude. You're drinking cocoa and opening presents. Did
2: you forget that Black Christmas episode, White Christmas? How that is like a terrifying thing because that guy is essentially the same thing. It's a guy. That is stuck in Christmas on a loop in a snow globe for his entire life.
0: Yeah, but he's also like not allowed to like see certain people. Like he's blocked out from different things, so it's a little bit different.
2: I guess it's a little bit different, it's but a still bit different. I think, uh, I guess, for some people, maybe it'd be heaven. But I don't know. Like that whole concept to me is terrifying. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it, and I love my family. <laughs> okay, over on Instagram. Cubesave says, I watch this movie every Christmas Eve before I put the gifts out and fill the stocking. That's a good tradition to have right yeah.
0: there.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I like making this one like a yearly watched uh, too.
0: Absolutely.
2: Um, and then our last review is from Michael E. Howard. It says, Krampus is a blast from start to end. I have been watching this one now every December from the past couple of years. The movie really has perfect pacing, great dark comedy, and a great cast. The only real critique of the film is Krampus's design. God damn it. It seems odd not having a moving mouth. Oh, I'm a fan of the <laughs> Thank mouth. Thank you, Michael. I, I, can't, I had no idea I was in the minority of this <laughs> thing. That's so crazy. <laughs> Such a new holiday horror classic. 8 out of 10. All right. <laughs> well, agree to disagree, buddy. But Jesse's on your team right there. No, I, I love this movie too. Like it, It's great. I mean we've said it to death great designs especially the mouth that's the mm-hmm. best part yeah. <laughs> it's a mask <laughs> makes it better everybody okay, okay. that's so, it everybody that's
0: it for Krampus um, this weekend we will have uh, Tis the
2: to be jolly
0: Tis the Seabin
2: Tis the season to be jolly
0: that that's what we're calling our 2 episode this month um, and then next week We'll be back with a new movie for us. It's our Patreon pick. That's Violent Night. Yeah,
2: I'm excited for David that.
0: David Harbour. I've heard really good things about it. We get so, Hopper as
2: Santa Claus yeah. beating some people up
0: and so, killing people. Right now, it's available to watch on Prime, or you can rent it from YouTube, Google Play, or Vudu.
2: Awesome. I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. In the meantime, you can always support our show. anyway. Like Just listening to us helps support if mm-hmm. you want to go the extra mile. You can rate, review, subscribe, or follow, or whatever your app says to do. Yeah. That makes a big difference. And if you want to go even a mile further, you can join us on Patreon um, with cool kids like Joe, Freakatron, as is his name, Amber, and Michael. Mm-hmm. They help keep the website running, keep us getting with updated material. equipment. Yeah. yeah.
2: Making our. Uh making the show better actually because we were able to record our patreon episode mm-hmm. with these new mic stands that it helped us uh, yeah. buy so yeah. all that stuff goes towards the show we would just want to use it to make everything better yep. for us and for you guys
0: yep um and then in the meantime, you can also find us on social media. We're on Instagram and Threads as Least Favorite Scary Movie Podcast. Mm-hmm. And we are on Twitter and Blueski as Least Fave Pod. You can find us on our website, what's your least favorite scary movie dot com? And you can email us at least favorite scary movie at gmail dot com. Yeah. Anything else?
2: No, that's pretty much it. Um, So we will see you guys this weekend with our To Be or Not To Be. Yep. And then next week with Violent Night. All right. All right. Until next time. See y'all.
0: Bye.
1: He's pissed Mm -hmm. because Christmas was dissed.